0: You're listening to Ramah for today.
1: Say, so, well, God let you be sick so He can teach you something. What in the world can you learn from being sick? You know what you learn from being sick? You learn that it is a horrible, bad experience. You learn that you don't want to have anything to do with it.
0: Welcome to Rama for today. Kenneth Hagen wraps up his teaching Healing in the Word. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Today is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagen for today's message.
1: No, but it can't be, I said. I said I have experienced it. Have you? I'm going to tell you something, people. When you have experienced something, they can tell you it can't happen. They can tell you it ain't so. They can tell you all those things all they want to. But when you've experienced it, they can't make you believe it. And I'm going to tell you something people can say. That God did away with healing. And it's not for us today all they want to, but I've experienced healing. They can teach me all they want to. They can quote all the theologians they want to. They can talk to their blue in the face, but I'll just look at them like I think they're crazy or something because I have experienced healing and healing is real and healing is for us today. God established it a long time ago and God has never done away with it. If God has done away with healing, then he has done away with salvation. I want you to notice something here that is very significant. It says that the Lord showed him a tree. And he took that tree and he dipped it in the water and the water was made pure. I want you to turn back to Galatians chapter 3, verse number 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. The tree that God showed Moses when he dipped it in the waters and God established his healing covenant was a forerunner of the tree that would be standing outside of the city of Jerusalem on a place called Calvary or Golgotha and suspended on that tree between heaven and earth was God's only son and he would shed that precious blood for the salvation of men and for the deliverance of their physical healing and that tree was established then and that tree is still in existence if salvation is still real then healing is still real God hasn't done away with salvation then he cannot do away with healing because the same redemptive act of the shedding of blood that gave the remission of sin is the same redemptive act that gave us the redemption from physical sickness and disease There is no way that you can do away with part of the redemptive plan of God without doing away with all of it. People would think it was utter sacrilege if you was to try to do away with the Lord's table and the taking of the communion which God established as an ordinance of the church. And yet... They think nothing of it when they do away with the healing ordinance that God established in the word of God. They think nothing of it to say, oh, that's done away with. I'm going to tell you something, people. Healing is as much an ordinance of the church as salvation in the taking of the holy sacraments around the communion table. And I'm going to tell you what. You go into the churches that teach against healing and you try to take the holy sacraments away from you and they'll run you out of town on a rail. But they'll stand behind the pulpit and tell you that healing's been done away with. That's not for us today. No wonder the church is sick. No wonder the pews of the auditoriums And church houses across America are full of sickness and disease. Oh, yeah, people have accepted the the blood of Jesus for their salvation and thank God they've been redeemed from sin. But the church is a sick, emaciated bunch and God doesn't want them that way. And He sent a lot of people in the church that have begun to cry out and they began to stand in the face of persecution and say, God says this in his word in the face of the theologians and the seminaries and the Bible schools that are saying, well, it's God, maybe God's will for you to be healed. I'm talking about Pentecostal ones too, people. I'm not talking about the ones that you want to name. I'm talking about the ones that's supposed to be Pentecostal. Say, so, well, God lets you be sick so he can teach you something. What in the world can you learn from being sick? You know what you learn from being sick? You learn that it is a horrible, bad experience. You learn that you don't want to have anything to do with it. How many of you like to have the flu? How many have ever had it? Be honest, put your hand up. You think the Lord was trying to teach you something when you, put that, when you had that flu? Well, that's what, that's what the people trying to teach us. That, that, that's one of the great teachings of the church with all dignity and all piety. Now, You need to pray and understand that God is trying to teach you something. He wants to deepen your spiritual relationship. (laughs) The only reason I ever found anybody had a deepening of a spiritual relationship out of sickness is because they stopped long enough to follow God and really listen to God. You see, actually what happens if people don't realize it, they say, well, this, that, and the other. But what really happens when you, you know, they say, well, God had to allow me to get sick so I could do this or do that. God had to allow me to be broke so I could come back and learn this and learn that. No, he didn't. It happened to you because the devil stole what belonged to you away from you, and all God did was take a bad situation and make it good. That's the only part that God had anything to do with, was taking it and turning it around for his good. You see, I'm going to tell you something. Jesus Christ purchased back for us What the devil stole away whenever he came against Adam in the Garden of Eden. And I'm going to tell you people, that price was paid by Jesus Christ. How difficult is it to get healed? All you have to do is believe that God established the covenant and go after it. How difficult is it for you to get an inheritance that belongs to you? Huh? If you know about it, if you know that some of your family has left you an inheritance, how difficult is it to get it? All you got to do is go down there to the attorney's office or wherever it is, wherever they're having the will read or wherever the, the inheritance has been left, sign the papers, prove that you're who you are, walk away with it. to the children of God. Not hard at all. All you got to do is walk in and say, I am a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I am the son of God. I am a son of the living God. And Mr. Devil, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, my elder brother, pack up your belongings and get out the covenant of healing a long time ago with his natural children of Israel. And Paul says in verse 29 of that third chapter of Galatians, he says, if ye be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Bless God, I'm going to tell you something. Because we have been born of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have been adopted into the family of God. And we're just as much a part of the family of God as natural Israel is. We are spiritual Israel if you want to call it that. Whatever you want to call it. And we thereby have the promise that was given to Abraham. And if you'll notice the promises that was given to Abraham. They are threefold. We are redeemed from spiritual death. Secondly, we are redeemed from poverty and thirdly we are redeemed from sickness and it says right here in this verse of scripture that the blessing of Abraham in three fourteen, 14 Galatians that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ there Paul says it over in Romans he said we have been adopted into the family of God through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ whereby we cry Abba Father I'm going to tell you something when people have run around and they have told us this and told us that. And the devil has made us believe this and made us believe that. And stole from us what belongs to us. But I'm going to tell you people, if you'll learn what belongs to you and learn who you are in Christ Jesus, you can stand up and begin to proclaim, I'm somebody!
0: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth e. Hagan, Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the 3 CD set from Kenneth e. Hagan entitled How to Receive from God. Also in this month's offer, the book from Kenneth e. Hagan entitled Blessed Is for the special radio price of $24. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of RAMA for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Coming up the 1st of November. Yes. It's busy, busy, busy Call to Arms Men's Conference. It's going to be a wonderful time right here on the USA campus.
1: If you want to know more about it, go to rhema.org slash CTA. Right. All the information is there. Uh, so all you got to do, if you want to know anything about us yes. or the Hagan Ministry yes. or Rama all you got to do is go Rama.org It's all there. That's right.
0: Everything is there. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.